Hi, Bill. You look happy. That's because we're about to share another Soul Talks conversation with our friends. It is fun to picture the faces of you who are listening, men and women in ministry and business, small group leaders, counselors, and spiritual directors, students, parents, and grandparents. We're thankful for your love and service to Christ. If you're new to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier, welcome. We're glad to have you in our community. We invite you into our home as we talk for the next 20 minutes on life, love, and leadership with Jesus. Hi, honey. Hey. It's been uh, fun this week partnering with you again and meeting with a lot of husbands and wives who are married and have really great ministries and that God's really using in powerful ways. And we've been honored to meet with them as a couple. Yeah, we're talking about husbands and wives who are in ministry together. Yeah. So they're married, and then they're also co-pastors or co-leaders in a church or other ministry setting. Yeah, we are that as well, you and I. And so we have experience with this, and so we're talking about how ministry can really engulf a marriage. And we see this with couples that we're meeting with and the challenges and the temptations and the struggles as they feel like their ministry's just engulfed their marriage. And sometimes I say to you, oh, you know, I love soul shepherding, but it's intrusive. Like it feels intrusive to our marriage. And so I was thinking about in doing this podcast, well, you know, we had fun telling our listeners about going out to In-N-Out Burger spontaneously and 1 a.m. and getting French fries and yeah. having a little date, sharing them in the car. And Let's do I that thought, again. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, that, that was a really happy, fun time for us in our marriage. And I thought, well, you know, we probably need to let them know the other side, that last week at 1 a.m. we were in bed talking about our ministry <laughs> <laughs> until 1.30 in the morning. And then, you know, four hours later, up in bed talking about our ministry for another three hours. <laughs> and <laughs> That was one of those times when ministry was really kind of engulfing or, or feeling intrusive into our marriage. And that's a challenge for couples mm-hmm. in ministry together. Yeah, even if couples don't work together, but if they're in ministry and, or Christian leadership or, you mm-hmm. know, other jobs, this kind of thing can happen too. But yeah. the thing about ministry and other sorts of social work that's relational and we're helping hurting people, it, it's so compelling. It is. I mean, it we is. got people's hurts and their needs and sharing the gospel of Jesus and helping a a church or an organization to grow. I mean, it's like eternally significant and it's so obvious and and we enjoy doing it. We get to use our gifts. And so pretty much we get get too much of a good thing. We find ourselves being swallowed up by it. And it's so, I think it's energizing to see God at work and to see Mm -hmm. him using us and and then when other people get excited about that yeah. and we want to stay positive and excited with them about our ministry and we're leading them and yeah. we have responsibilities to them and they're not recognizing that when they're texting us or they're calling us that that might be intruding into you know some time with our spouse. Of course. And we don't even want them to worry about that because it's up to us to set the boundary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're just saying it's just like ever present. It's ever-present, yeah, and especially, though, in this day with technology, mm-hmm. too, with the text and the phone calls and the computer and the accessibility that people have to us. Yeah. And then, like you said, our own passions with that and then just venturing together on God and excited about that. And, you know, we often will say, well, it's one thing to talk about the logistics of what we're doing, 
But then yeah. we also have emotions about all of that that we want to share with each right. other. And so then it kind of even gets fuzzy. Well, are we talking as a, a husband and wife about what we feel or are we talking about work? <laughs> right. That's an important differentiation that we help couples to make because to talk about your emotions that you're having during your day or in a particular project is, I mean, that's personal and that's really valuable. We want marriages that are and friendships that are focused on authenticity and, and vulnerability. And there, there's personableness there. And that, that's how we connect and we give and receive empathy and we pray together. And so you and I do that about ministry things all the time. Yeah. Of course, we protect confidentiality as people are sharing with us in that sort of a, a context. But there's many things going on in the ministry mm-hmm. that we're interested in, excited about, or, or we're challenged by, we're needing to work through. And so we have feelings about these yeah. things and experiences. And so it's just part of our soul talks that we talk about that stuff. But mm-hmm. then before you know it, we're into a strategic discussion about what to do or yeah. sorting through some higher level problem in terms of our priorities and what we're doing with our time or how to best solve this issue. Yeah, that's really key, honey. And that's something I see as a theme with the couples that we've met with even just this week. You know, I'm thinking of four couples we've met with this week and how one of the things that really changes that is one of them will start sharing about this burden or this struggle with their ministry. And they maybe think they're going to get support or they're talking about Mm -hmm. their feelings and that they're talking to their spouse. And then they find out that the way their spouse responds is like their boss or their coworker or somebody in their ministry with problem solving or fixing or Mm -hmm. ideas or defending somebody else that they're both working with or and then it all of a sudden it quickly becomes harmful to the marriage yeah a lot of times a pastor doesn't even know it when he or she goes into their role Mm -mm. in the context of someone at work or someone in a counseling setting talking with them or a discipleship setting talking with them they're listening and then they're engaging in some strategic problem solving and it's going to be like maybe really appreciated but Mm -hmm. when it's your spouse Sometimes they just want you to be your spouse, just your friend. Well, and that happens in the role of pastor, too. You know, a pastor can start responding to their spouse like they would respond to somebody who they're pastoring, but the spouse doesn't really want counseling or pastor response. The spouse really wants them to be, you know, the, respond as, as their husband or as their wife. And it's, it's sometimes hard for them to understand what they even want sometimes until they're experiencing that, well, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> right. And that's something yeah. that we're helping couples to do is to articulate their emotions, their desires, their needs. And then, of course, to point out to them, well, wait a minute, you're going into your pastor role there. Or you're going into strategic problem solving. And, and the two of you do that, great. I mean, you know how to engage on things and you, you partner and stuff and, uh, you know, for the church, for this ministry project, for this mission, et cetera. But, but here we're needing to develop the, the husband and wife connection mm-hmm. and the expression of your feelings and your needs and your hopes and your struggles and listening with empathy and mm-hmm. coming together in that. I'm thinking, Bill, about a conversation we had working together a week ago, and we were needing to make a decision about a really important part of our ministry. And um, the discussion got really hard because there was a lot of conflict between you and I, and it started to really get at our emotions. And I really appreciated that you stepped away from the conflict and from the pressure that we were feeling to make a decision. And you're leading us in that. 
you stepped away from that and you came over to me, you got up from your desk and you came over to my desk and you put your arm around me, looked in my eyes and, you know, you said, this has really been a hard day for you. This has really been stressful. And you became my husband. Mm. You left the role of the leader of soul shepherding and pushing to say, you know, as my boss, we've got to come to a decision. And you stepped into the role as husband and came over and joined me in the stress and the pain I was feeling in the moment. And it was really helpful. Thank you. Well, I'm so blessed that this is what you're sharing because I thought what you were going to talk about is when I got <laughs> frustrated and, and just let out a, a groaning yelp of a scream. It was like, ah, I can't take this anymore. We need a decision. <laughs> well, yeah, I understood. I was feeling that way too. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes yeah. I'm not so gentle and you know coming right alongside to tune into what you feel. I wish I was always that way. But I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm stressed and aggravated and especially in this dynamic that you're talking about, that, you know, there's a lot of decisions mm-hmm. to make and we have different personalities and mm-hmm. you're better with open-ended and well, let's wait, let's check mm-hmm. out more options. And mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to something that uh, needs a decision, I'm, I'm the one that, that carries more of that side of it. And sometimes like, I can't take this anymore. Let's yeah. get a decision here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to just stop and kind of nurture our relationship there. Yeah, and that's one of the things I'm so grateful that these couples that we are spending time with are doing that, that they are taking their Sabbath day, really, which is Monday for pastors and their wives or co-pastors like these are, and making a long drive and Mm -hmm. being real intentional to say, we need to talk about how it's feeling for us to be in our marriage together, Mm -hmm. because the rest of our lives, we're just really busy talking about what we're doing together, you know, with God and with other people. And they're just, we're not attending though. How's it feeling for you with me? Yeah. It's so easy to take that for granted. You know, I'm just thinking about a couple of friends that I have a prayer call with regularly and they're both Christian leaders in ministry. And, you know, we have three-way conversations where we check in with each other and uh, listen to each other and pray for each other. And oftentimes I was focusing on our marriages, you know, and we kind of lean in and say, you know, how is it with your spouse? How is she feeling? Is she feeling cherished by you recently? And when was the last time you went on a date? And how are you feeling in your marriage? And just really opening up about these areas and then praying for our spouses. I do that in in groups. I have groups of pastors that I meet with. And that's one of my, you know, real, uh, in a positive sense, uh, burdens that I carry is a great hope for these groups is I want this to be a blessing because in my case, I'm meeting with male pastors. I want this group to be a blessing to your wives. You know, what's happening in your marriage? How can we understand that and, and pray for you? Because we've all got, you know, disappointments and, and stresses going on. And the, the whole point of what we're talking about here is it's so tempting to just not meaning to neglect our marriage, mm-hmm. but we just, we sort of take it for granted because the, the urgent thing that's getting our attention is our ministry or our, our work. Well, it's, it's not only the urgent thing that's getting our attention, which is definitely true, but it's also that work is getting other people's attention. Our marriage isn't for these ministers. Other people aren't saying, oh, you know, your marriage has really blessed me or really inspired me or, you know, they're not getting feedback on that level. Yeah, they're getting reinforced for their gifts mm-hmm. and their sermons or mm-hmm. the completing a project well or yeah. writing something and there's something that they're performing but not for the wonderful spouse they are. Mm, yeah. And we've even experienced with some couples this being stressful when one of them says, you know, let's take a sabbatical and the other one kind of panics and says, what? 
I have all these dreams. I mean, all these plans for the ministry. Like, I can't step away from that. Like, it even can cause stress in a marriage to do that because we get these habits of engagement of what we're doing and we're attached to it and we're drawing security from it. And it's scary to think about, well, I don't know if I want to be alone with you for sabbatical. What would we talk about it? Like we've lost our connection and, you know, I'm not getting the passion and the excitement and the security from our relationship anymore. I'm getting it over here. Yeah. For a lot of pastors and leaders, that's a frightening prospect to spend three months with a lot of that time being spent with your spouse. I mean, even just taking a a day or a part of a day, you know, alone with your spouse, maybe some time talking to someone like us, it's like, oh, wow, we're, we're focusing on how it really is between us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I've got some disappointment there, some awkwardness, there's some unresolved tension. And so we tend to kind of keep that at bay without totally thinking about it. But then now when we put it in view, that can be scary. Yeah. Well, we've had these ministry leaders even say to us, I've been a little nervous about this session today, or I'm yeah. worried what's going to, you know, what's yeah. he or she going to say, or what are we going to talk about? Or, you know, yeah, it's vulnerable to look at that when that's maybe not the area we've been focusing our greatest, you know, energy on and efforts in. Maybe we even know we've been neglecting that. Well, then to bring that into view or to look at that is especially can be intimidating. Yeah. So we're talking about two great things here, ministry, leadership, and marriage. Mm -hmm. And we wanted these two to get along, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the call to leadership and to serve God, whether that's, you know, being a lead pastor or uh, leading a small group and many other examples. I mean, it's such a, a wonderful thing. It's a holy thing. And so, you know, that's why Paul says to Timothy and to other potential leaders in 1 Timothy 3, 1, he says, to aspire to leadership is an honorable ambition. I mean, we need good leaders. Mm -hmm. We need caring shepherds. And we all do, most especially us who are leaders. I mean, any pastor who doesn't have somebody pastoring him or her and is trying to do a self-help pastoring, I mean, they got a fool for a pastor. You can't do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so leadership is so important and we all need leaders around us and God has called probably all of us in the listening audience to be leaders in one way or another. And so it's a great thing. And yet it's also, you know, the Bible says, you know, James says, you know, we'll be careful about rushing off to teach. He says, well, not many of you should do that because you got to do some inner work. You have to do some changing on the inside because when we teach others, it comes out of who we are. So Maybe the most dangerous thing about leadership is what we're talking about, about the toll it can take on our marriage, our most important relationship. And then if that starts to not be well cared for, then that starts to undermine our leadership. We want to have healthy marriages and healthy ministries. And we don't want one to cost the health of the other. Yeah. So what are some other things that you'd say that we've learned about how to do this? I mean, you were mentioning earlier about differentiating between talking about emotions that we might be having in the workplace or in the church and differentiating that from the work that needs to get done and problems that need to be solved. What else would you think of would be important here? Yeah, I think it is important to have a safe place to really, and a regular place to be able to turn towards each other and have metacommunication, communication about our communication. Yeah, know, how let, are say, we doing? say that more. Uh, metacommunication, that's probably not a word people here a lot, you're saying communicating about our communication. So what's an example of that? Yeah. So an example of that would be, do you feel like I'm listening to you? Do you feel heard by me? Mm. 
that would be an example of metacommunication. I'm asking you about our communication or do you feel like you have enough of my attention on a daily basis or a weekly mm-hmm. basis? Yeah, or maybe another example would be, and sometimes uh, you or I say this to the other, something like, you know, it feels like we've been talking about soul shepherding a lot recently and um, getting tired of that or I'm feeling like our relationship is getting lost here. Mm-hmm. Or you've even said to me, now let's not talk about soul shepherding tonight. That's probably good for our listeners to hear that sometimes I say that. <laughs> they probably know that you say that. <laughs> yeah, you do say that. You, you've yeah. said that, you know. Uh, I need that, you've said. You've, you've even recognized your need for taking a break from work and needing to tell me not to go there. Because sometimes I'll feel like, well, I finally got your attention and I've been carrying all, I've been yeah. waiting for your attention and I haven't wanted to bother you with this, but I'm feeling all this pressure. Like I'm waiting right. to respond to these emails or to make this decision and right. I'd like to process it with you. And, and so I finally, you know, got your time and attention. And I hope our listeners really know that you're a co-leader of Soul Shepherding. You're a co-founder of this ministry. You're a co-teacher. Yes. You're a, a co-counselor. And so you're not just like uh, Bill's assistant or you're certainly right. not like Bill's secretary or something. You're doing high level stuff here. Yeah, and I'm thankful for that because it's not all on me. You're, you're carrying, yeah. So sometimes you're the one bringing up the work we have to do and drawing me into that. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't have the the same personality drive that you have to work, so I have to stop before you you do. <laughs> so, but you're right. There are times when I lead us into work. So yeah. setting boundaries is another important lesson that we've learned and mm-hmm. we, we need to keep reminding ourselves that sometimes we just need to set the work aside and have personal conversation or just have fun. Like we're yeah. going to be doing next week. We're going to go on vacation and see the fall color back East. Yeah. Visit your sister and your husband. So grateful for that. Looking forward to that time with you. Yeah. Well, to our listeners, we just pray that your marriage would be fruitful for your soul and your relationship with Christ, your intimacy with Christ and each other, and that it would be an enhancement to the ministry that God has given you and that he would provide for you opportunities to connect and have good, honest and healthy conversation and prayer for each other and prayer for the protection of your marriage relationship and that that would be a great blessing and it would enhance your ministry for his glory. Amen. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this episode of Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. You'll find all our podcasts on soulshepherding.org. And while you're there, we hope you'll have fun discovering our other free resources to bless your soul and ministry. On Facebook, you can receive a daily encouraging word or prayer for me. Just friend Bill Galtier or follow Soul Shepherding. Until next time, let's keep in conversation with Christ.